the field of human conflict, but so much owed by so many to so few. Utrikes politik. Inga pajas and you're listening to Radio UF at Student Radio 98.9. And with me here today in the studio, I have um, uh, Simon and Alexander and Svante. And they will talk a bit about their trip to um, Greece and to Cyprus. And Alexander, you're the head of the travel group and you're a political science student. How are you doing today? I'm good, Oscar. Thank you. I'm glad. And Svante? You are a travel board trustee, so you assisted um, Alexander with the planning of the trip, and you're a peace and development student. Yes. And how are you today? <laughs> I'm great, thank you. I'm glad. And lastly, Simon, you're also a political science student, and you uh, went on the trip. Yes. And how are you today? I'm perfect. Uh, uh, glad to be on the radio. I am very glad that you are here. Um So after the next song, we will talk a bit about your trip and and what you did, what your experiences and impressions were, and how um, yes, and how you felt about this because it's a, I must imagine a very extraordinary experience to do. But now we will listen to a song, and this is yes. So that was where does it go? No, yeah, I don't know by Moore. And now, please, Alexander, could you please tell us what me and the listeners, what the travel group is? So the travel group is the uh, the committee within UF that organizes trips, both uh, some domestic but mostly abroad, um, a couple times uh, in the year. And the point of these trips is to explore the current affairs and history and culture of the particular country that we're visiting. And we've previously made trips to countries like uh, Belgium, uh, Morocco, and then this most recent one was then to Greece and Cyprus. Oh, interesting. And could you like very briefly summarize for us what you did when you were abroad in Cyprus and Greece? So this trip to Cyprus and Greece, we were in Cyprus for a roughly two days in Athens, then afterwards for about four, four and a half days. So about a week in total we were away. Um, we had a group of about 16 people from a variety of different educational backgrounds. Most of them were political science students or peace and development students, but we had some a mix of other ones in there as well. Um, so the theme of this whole trip was to look at Greek-Turkish relations uh, in some form. And uh, the trip in Cyprus was um, was particularly focused to the divide there, the conflict that has been there around since essentially Cypri- Cypriotic independence. Um, so <clears throat> we were in Cyprus for about two days, as I said. 
um, where we where we visited the first the Swedish ambassador as a resident, um, and then also had a meeting with the United Nations, which patrol the buffer zone that is between um, between the southern and northern side of the island. Yeah. Um, and then we also met with a university on the northern side, um, which and gave us a, who gave us a bit of an, uh, an idea of what life is like over there. Um, we then afterwards flew on to Athens, where similarly we met the Swedish ambassador there, talked about Swedish relations with Greece, um, and also at the end of the trip we had a meeting with the with their foreign office. Also similar kind of uh, themes that were discussed there: Greek-Turkish relations uh, in general. And apart from that, we also had a few activities on the agenda. We did a few museums, um, day trips, restaurants, the sort of things you'd imagine that you do on a uh, on a normal holiday, basically. So it sounds like it was a very like rich and full experience that you were able to see a lot of things. Um, it must have been very interesting. But now, music. by Jockstrap and Taylor Sky and uh, you're listening to Student Radio 98.9 and this is uh, Radio UF um, so I think both me and the listeners would appreciate a small recap of the history about Cyprus and the conflict that has been there would you mind tell us, uh, telling us a bit about that Simon? Yeah absolutely so the conflict arise in the mid 60s due to disturbances between Uh, the majority of uh, Greek Cypriots and the minority of Turkish Cypriots. And this was just a couple of years uh, after Cyprus got its independence. Uh, So after this violence, the uh, UN got in with soldiers to keep the peace. But but everything uh, accelerated when Turkey occupied the northern part of the island in 1974 that they thought that Greece was going to occupy the whole island before them. Um, And after that, uh, the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus proclaimed independence, the northern part. And they are a de facto state because it's only Turkey that recognized them. And still today, the island is divided with the UN soldiers in the middle, uh, in the zone, the UN zone. Yes, and Alexander, how would you say that this divide can be seen today? So the UN is there facilitating in two primary functions. One is as peacekeepers. They patrol this border or this buffer zone then in between the southern and the north side to make sure that both sides don't um, attack each other, as it were. Um, And then the other aspect is in facilitating talks between both sides, but also other internationally Uh, uh, actors such as Greece uh, and Turkey to try and facilitate uh, talks between them and negotiations to try and figure out solutions to the conflict. Uh, And the buffer zone itself constitutes not just a border but an actual area of physical land in between the north and south which is essentially a no man's land not controlled by any state. It is under the administration and jurisdiction of the United Nations. Okay, so the UN plays a crucial role in the area. Very much. And Sante... uh... Uh, now, Alexander described it b- briefly, but could you like paint a picture for us, the listeners? How, how is it just like gray? Uh, yes. fen- is it very like gray, or is it not it, that? It it was very interesting to see as a as a, a peace and conflict student, uh, 
well, the area, it was like a no man's land, basically. Uh, so we went in there with the, the cars that we rented uh, and drove in. We left our passports there, went in to see the um, uh, the office and... Yes, okay. And, and the next song is very fitting. It's called Welcome to My Island by Karolin Polacek. And we will listen to that now and then we can talk a bit about, about more about the buffer zone. Yes, so that was Welcome to My Island by Karolin Polacek. And before the song we talked a bit about the like how the images of the of the border area, but you also had a visit with the UN, didn't you, Alex? Yes. So once we got within the zone and arrived at their premises, uh, we talked to some of the uh, the workers, political officers, technical and legal officers, to talk about the actual work they do there in facilitating the peace talks between uh, between all sides. Yes. And uh, overall, Simon, how was your impression of Northern Cyprus on that part of the border? So yes, yeah, we crossed the border to the northern side. And it really was like traveling to another country, to another continent, actually. Yeah. So in the evening, um, all the streets were dark, no lights at all, and everything looked much poorer and, uh, yeah, much poorer on the south side. But it had, uh, it was more relaxed as well and more genuine, so pro, pro and cons. Um, and you could see Turkish flags everywhere. And, uh, of course, also flags of the uh, Northern Republic of Cyprus. So it was uh, like a clear difference between the two parts. Yeah, yeah very clear difference. And I think that when you say that there were no street lights, that really like paints an image for, for me and the listeners. I think that on you can imagine how it is. And, and I also understood that you visited a university and talked to some university students. How was that meeting? Yeah, so the next day we crossed the border and met up with... Uh, some uh, teachers and students from a local university. So we had a discussion with them about the conflict and the situation on the northern side. And uh, me and Svante actually did an interview to two of the students. And you can hear more about that in a later episode of uh, UF Radio. Actually next week um, you will be able to listen to the episode about Simon's interview. And I really recommend that you should do that. And... Yes, uh, Svante, can you please tell me what did you do during your time in in um, northern Cyprus? Did you do any other activities or cultural experiences? Yes, so uh, <clears throat> this uh, university actually was very hospitable. So they had did a lot of things. They hired a tour guide for us to take uh, around the uh, northern Nicosia, which is the capital of uh, of Cyprus. And they had also rented a tour bus to take us uh, up on the to the northern side of uh, of uh, Cyprus, where we uh, visited a old Orthodox monastery. Okay, how interesting! And after the next song, we will talk a bit about your time in Greece. I so that was "Sleep you. with Me on My Birthday" by De Claire. And you're listening to Radio UF, Strand Radion. And before uh, before the song, you talked a bit about your trip to the monastery, Sante. Um, so now when you have been able to like digest your experience in Northern Cyprus a bit, and what are your like general reflections and analysis of the trip in your time there? Yes. So uh, 
uh, one of my first thoughts was uh, the Turkish influence of uh, Northern Cyprus. As we know, uh, Turkey, well, invaded, if you want to use that word, uh, Cyprus in the 1970s. And uh, uh, and it's, it's apparent that the influence is left there. Uh, the Atatürk monument, for example, you can see it's very visible. And on the mountainside, you can see the Turkish and the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus flags overlooking well, northern and southern uh, Nicosia. Uh, and the Tur- Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus is very, is it kind of difficult to pronounce? And I wasn't the only one who had this uh, uh, problem. Also, the uh, the university um, uh, lecturers had the, had the same problem. So, it's that was a very interesting thing to 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 recognize. Yeah. And you also told me b- before now that one fourth of the population on northern in northern Cyprus are exchange students. How would you say that that impacts the the vibe and the the atmosphere there? Yes, um, I think that the uh, environment was very youthful, if that's a word. <clears throat> uh, and as you said, one fourth of the population is exchange students. And we were told on the southern side that uh, there's a large problem of um, of of, of uh, students moving from other countries, exchange students to, uh, to to northern Cyprus, and that they make money of this as a uh, integration method into southern Cyprus, uh, and and thus making them uh, EU members. Uh, so that was a bit. That was a problem that we had thought about during the trip, and uh, yes. So it's really a mix between east and west in that sense, and um, absolutely. And it's very uh, one can really see that there is a very strong Turkish influence on one side, and perhaps a more European influence on the other side. And now we will have some music. Yes, so that was Dancer by Idols and LCD Sound System. And before the song, we talked a bit about your journey to Cyprus and your impressions of that. But you also visited uh, mainland Greece, and now we will talk a bit about that. Um, You were in Athens on the mainland, and amongst the things you did were a meeting with this Swedish ambassador in Greece. Um, How did you manage to arrange this, Alex? So for pretty much all of these meetings, we emailed the embassies of both Cyprus and Athens, um, where and which they then connected us onwards towards the to the United Nations and uh, the Foreign Ministry in Athens, respectively. Um, so we just sent out emails; they answered, and uh, it was pretty straightforward, actually. Um, but our meeting with the Swedish ambassador was probably one of the more fun meetings we had. He was very laid back, relaxed, swinging his chair a lot, and we could talk talk not just about Swedish relations with Greece, but also about his career, personally, his studies in Uppsala, which we all can re- relate to, um, you know, having exams <laughs> failed, and but you can still have a very promising career after that, as he was a clear example of. And do you have any specific highlights from that meeting? Um, probably the fact that he had been studying, a ver- he said that he'd been studying a variety of different subjects, not necessarily related to 
diplomacy and uh, what you'd imagine this uh, this career path that he has chosen, uh, and also the sort of the um, encouragement he gave us in that it's okay to have a few failed exams behind you. Uh, it's not the end of the world. You can still become an ambassador. Yeah, and. You also visited the Greek foreign ministry. How was that experience? That yes, that was just towards the end of the trip. That was a bit hastened because we had to catch a train to get back, so we didn't have that much time to ask him any questions. But we had sent some in advance, so he had a a statement essentially prepared for us. Um, that was quite official, as it were. Everything he was saying was very much uh, on the record and uh, according to official Greek policy, um, and. Some occasions when I mentioned things like we've been to northern Cyprus, he very quickly corrected us and or corrected me, saying that it's an occupied territory, not an independent state, uh, even though I was just referring to the geographical area, um, and other things such as uh, calling Istanbul Constantinople rather than, uh, which is its old name, uh, once upon a time. Yeah, so it was very clear, like that, that there is a rather tense situation there, mm. and. How did they did he go in depth about the Swedish and Greek relations? How are they? He was very positive. He was saying that Sweden is a very um, sort of looked up to country in the terms of we are a very sort of moral superpower. You could say um, wherever we are and wherever we're engaged in um, Greece and other countries see that as a symbol of approval that we're that it's going that's what we're doing is right. Um, yeah. Yes, and Simon. If one is interested in diplomacy and how you become a diplomat, and if you're a member of UF, of course, tell us uh, news for the spring now. Yes, this meeting with the Swedish ambassador was very interesting and inspiring. And you can also have the same or similar experience here in Uppsala. And not only with UF travel, but also with career group and career groups activities. So head up for Career Group on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, and be follow all of UF's different branches. We have debate, we have radio, we have the Utrik, we have a number of things. But now we will listen to some music. That was Petroleum by Yardak. You're listening to Radio UF as Student Radio 19.9. And you were in Greece before the break and... Greece is, of course, known as the birth of civilization with a rich cultural life and a rich history. Um, did you get the opportunity to explore this as well? Yes. Uh, we went to, to multiple museums. We were to the National History Museum, for example, and the, and the war museums. We visited uh, a lot of markets, restaurants, mm. got cheap euros, <laughs> and... Uh, Yeah, interesting uh, visit, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and um, Athens was also a really interesting city to be in. Uh, we saw a lot of like political messages. Uh, it was a lot of police, and uh, we saw one demonstration. So Athens in itself, the modern Athens, is also really interesting to to see and uh, yeah, learn more about. So would you mm. say that your experience differed a bit from the average touristy? Shorter experience, or was it? Did you do those things as well? We did those things definitely. We definitely visited the Acropolis, uh, the Acropolis Museum, and a few other sort of ancient Greek um, ruins, you could say, and sites spread out across the city. Uh, we also did a day trip to uh, nearby city of Corinth, 
And that was just a, a relaxing day by the seaside, essentially. We explored the town a bit. Some of us went off to see the Corinth Canal, as, uh, which splits that section of Greece off from the mainland. Um, and we also, at the end of that time, we swam in the sea for a bit. Uh, and we ended the evening or the day with uh, a very nice wine tasting before going back to Athens. So it's so when you're going on these trips, it's really a mix of, um, I mean, foreign policy things, but also mm. cultural experiences and just hanging out. And I must imagine you really like form bonds when you are away like that. We did. I, I always say it's like a study holiday, essentially. So we go there with a purpose. With with a we are there to learn about the current affairs and the culture and. Uh, politics of the country, but we're also there to have fun and a good time and get to know each other. Yeah, we also had a wonderful evening with the group. We went up to a hill and saw the the sun go down mm. in the sea over Athens. It was perfect mm. group experience and super beautiful. Yes, so this is really a shout out to all people listening uh, that one should really um, get involved in what uh, Uh, to the travel group uh, arrangers and then there will, after the next song we will talk a bit about your spring tip uh, spring trip and your plans for that but now we will listen to some music so that was festival by Dalmatin and uh, it has really been a pleasure to have you here in the in the studio here with me today and uh, hearing about your Uh, experience to si- uh, and your journey and Svante why should our listeners join the travel group yes it's a um, firstly it's a very good opportunity uh, to do a trip that uh, one would normally not do or would be able to do because it's a very uh, nice entry point uh, for interesting meetings uh, I can't imagine I would go and uh, have a meeting with an ambassador Uh, on my normal trip with my girlfriend. Uh, but I can do this here with Alex and uh, Simon. So it's nice. Uh, and of course, new types of situations. And uh, another good thing is, is that we are able to meet people from uh, many different programs. So we met, uh, well, from uh, from political, political science to uh, engineers. So it's good variation. And Yeah. It's really a time to to socialize and so on. And Svante, uh, no, and if Alex, mm-hmm. if one is interested in joining uh, on your next voyage, um, what should one expect? Yes, well, so in the beginning of February, we'll be having a meeting to discuss, which will be up on our social media channels shortly. Do you have a date? The 6th of February, yes, here at Economica. Mark your calendars. Exactly. Um, we'll be having a meeting to decide the next destination um, for the trip. For the for the travel group, this trip will be in April, and this time we go far away. We're going outside of Europe. We have four potential destinations here. Um, one of them being there being the United States, Taiwan, Central Asia, and uh, uh, or Kenya, with various different themes connected to these trips. They all sounds like very interesting uh, destinations, and I want to thank you so much, uh, Alexander and Svante and Simon, for joining me here today. And uh, it has been a real pleasure uh, that you have listened to us today. Um, next week, Simon and Laura will talk a bit about his interview and you will dwell into that. And until next time, be safe and take care. Ciao. Bye. Bye.
in the field of human conflict, but so much owed by so many to so few. Utrikets politik. Inga pajaskonster. Lite hehe och hepp